0: What I'm describing now is a plan and a hope for the long term. The march of freedom and democracy which will leave Marxism, Leninism on the ash heap of history as it has left other tyrannies which stifle the freedom and muzzle the self-expression of the people.
1: There is no longer a clear division between what is foreign and what is domestic. The world economy, the world environment, the world AIDS crisis, the world arms race, they affect us all. The crisis in the Persian Gulf, as grave as it is, also offers a rare opportunity to move toward an historic period of cooperation. Out of these troubled times, our fifth objective, a new world order, can emerge.
0: Hi, I'm Emma Shortus.
1: And I'm Chloe Ward. Welcome back to series two of Barely Getting By. Anyone who listened to the first series of our podcast is probably well aware that Emma and I have a habit of being quite pessimistic about the past, the present and the future. But I have to say that the events of the last few months have floored even us and they have exceeded our most pessimistic of expectations. The coronavirus is still sweeping the globe and we don't know what comes next, but we're going to once again try to use the past to find out a little bit about what the future might look like. One of the things about the current crisis that has really struck me is this sense that I am living through history, not only the fact that I seem to be living through a world historical rupture, but this is something I never expect to see in my lifetime.
0: That's right. I think a lot of people share this really weird feeling that, you know, on the one hand, because we're safe and well, things are kind of weirdly mundane and the days are running into each other. But at the same time, we're living through, just as you said, Chloe, this kind of profound historical rupture. But as children of the 1990s, that was never supposed to happen to us.
1: No, that's right. And that's our starting point for this series of barely getting by the long 1990s. The 1990s, promised the end of history with the end of the Cold War and an apparent triumph for liberal capitalism as exemplified in, say, the presidency of of Bill Clinton.
0: That's right. History was supposed to be over. The great moral questions of our time were answered and we were kind of on a forward march to progress. And that's why, you know, you and I, Chloe, had very comfortable childhoods in the 1990s in kind of suburban Australia.
1: Yeah, and absolutely, I mean, if I if I want to think back to the 1990s, I think of taking sickies and spending five hours lying on the couch at home watching Colin Firth in the 1996 BBC adaptation of Pride and Prejudice. How about you,
0: <laughs> Yeah, for me it was uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. I think that, that explains our divide. You know, your expertise is in the UK and mine is in the US.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so... Look, I think we've kind of got an excuse for, you know, the excuse of youth and innocence for our missing what was really going on in the 1990s, which I tend to think of as a time of complacency from our political our political elders and our political superiors. So what we want to do in this season is really, I guess, get scratch, scratch the surface and get under the skin of the 1990s to find out what was going on beneath that veneer of confidence and optimism. And also see how perhaps the 1990s led us to this point.
0: That's right. We want to explore the idea that exactly what Chloe described about the 1990s, the kind of hedonism, the individualism, the kind of rampant consumerism, and the politics of that era has maybe set us up for the crisis, the multiple crises that we are facing today.
1: But I would say that this is emphatically not a coronavirus podcast, because We're a little bit sick of hearing about coronavirus, which is, you know, the dominating fact of our day, so we will try to avoid that, talking too directly about it where possible.
0: That's right. We haven't haven't reinvented ourselves as data scientists.
1: (laughs) Or epidemiologists. We are historians, and that's where our expertise will remain.
0: So we're going to explore the 1990s in detail. We're going to look at politics, at economics, at the environment. Um, I think I'm most looking forward to talking about the Clinton administration, um, which won't surprise anybody. (laughs) What about you, Chloe?
1: Um, To be honest, I'm pretty psyched for the episode we have coming up on Princess Diana, what we're, what we're hoping for in this series of Barely Getting By is a nostalgic but not uncritical take on the decade that made us, possibly the decade that made you, and very likely the decade that made the very strange and quite disastrous world that we are living in today.
0: That's right. So the first episode will drop this Wednesday. We hope you'll tune in. Barely Getting By is supported and produced by RMIT University.